Hi everyone, Dr. Margaret Paul here with Inner Bonding. Today I'd like to talk about the fear of intimacy because it seems like a lot of people do have a fear of intimacy as much as they want it. Um, there are things that get in the way. And most of the time, what gets in the way are two underlying fears. The fear of rejection and the fear of engulfment, which is a fear of losing the other person and a fear of losing yourself. So in this podcast, uh, I'm going to talk about why we have these fears and how to heal them so that you can create a loving relationship. So let's talk about the fear of rejection. Uh, We got this fear from being rejected. Many of us experienced a lot of rejection as we were growing up. Uh, We got rejected by our parents when they judged us or they ignored us or they abused us in any way. We got rejected by siblings, by peers, by teachers, by religious leaders. Many of us experienced a lot of rejection for different things. We may have gotten rejected for how we look or um, for our our performance, um, for whether or not they thought we were intelligent enough. We might have been rejected for our race, our religion. There, there's so many ways that, that children get rejected. So many sad things that happen. And it's very, it's very terrifying. It's, it's very, very painful when we experience rejection as a child. I, I was rejected a lot just for uh, being a girl, being female. I was rejected for uh, my, my intuition. Like I, I would say to my parents something that I felt was true and I almost always got a response like, don't be ridiculous, or what are you know? What do you know? You're just a child. And so um, being put down for what we know, kids know a lot if, if they're not repressed with their knowing. So we can get rejected for all kinds of things. And one of the problems that happens is that we absorb all of these uh, judgments into our ego wound itself, and then we learn to reject ourselves. We, we absorb all that judgment. We judge ourselves. We dislike ourselves. We hate ourselves. We loathe ourselves. Uh, and uh, we continue to reject ourselves with our various forms of self-abandonment, such as um, staying up in our mind instead of present with our feelings, avoiding our feelings in numbers of ways, and that's one of them, or judging ourselves, of course, in the ways that we were judged, and turning to various addictions to numb out our feelings and avoid feeling them, avoid responsibility, and then making others responsible for our sense of worth and our sense of safety and lovability. And these are all forms of self-rejection. And one of the problems that happens when we reject and abandon ourselves is then we project that out onto other people. And we think that uh, they're rejecting us. And so when you're judging yourself and rejecting yourself, abandoning yourself in these various ways, um, you're going to often think that people will reject you or that they are rejecting you, even when that's not happening. Because it's, it's very easy, once we're rejecting ourselves, to then project 
that self-loathing, that that rejection, that self-rejection onto others and believe that that they're doing it, they're judging us, they're they're angry, um, they dislike us, we've done something wrong, and and then they um, they're rejecting us, just like we experienced with uh, with parents or peers as we were growing up. And of course, what this does in relationships is then we are needy. Um, we, we need others' approval. We need others' attention. We need others' love to feel like we're okay. We end up pulling on others, trying to control them uh, in various ways with, with, with anger, with blame, with caretaking. Um, so, so many different ways that we try and control getting um, attention and approval from others when we're actually rejecting ourselves and and this leads to the um anxious relationship style where we're consciously we're we're constantly anxious that uh this person's going to leave us they're they're going to reject us they don't like us they like somebody else we get jealous we get demanding we accuse them of things but it's actually almost always a projection of what's going on with ourselves and and the way to heal this is that you you need to define your own worth and you need to learn how to love yourself, Um, which leads to no longer rejecting yourself and, so importantly, to no longer taking rejection personally. Um, when, When you learn through inner bonding and through your spiritual connection to really see who you are in your soul, to see how beautiful and incredible you really are, to see that you're not your wounded self, that, that you're your beautiful soul essence. And, and you learn to see and value who you truly are instead of trying to get other people to do that all the time. Then you stop taking rejection personally. I remember how terrified I used to be of rejection and how much I would try and have control giving myself up, being overly nice, trying to do everything right, trying to be perfect in order to have control over how people felt about me, how they treated me. But when I started to practice inner bonding and I learned to define my own worth, then I started to realize that when people were mean or rejecting or angry, that they were actually projecting their own self-loathing onto me and that it had nothing to do with me. And everything changed in my relationships when I stopped taking other people's rejection personally. And the other thing that happens as you practice inner bonding and learn to be loving to yourself and learn to take responsibility for your feelings is that you 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 develop your loving adult self, which is a very powerful part of us um, that is connected to both our inner child, our feeling soul self, and to our higher guidance, and is able to take loving care of ourselves, which means that when we do experience loss, if people are rejecting or mean or they die or they leave, that we know we can handle it. We know we can handle the pain of loss. We can handle the pain of people being mean, the pain of rejection, the pain of losing a loved one. It's so important that we know that we can manage this pain. Because if we think we can't manage loss, we're really not going to open our heart to love, and we're going to be afraid of 
intimacy because we we can't really connect we can't really have intimacy when we're coming from fear of losing that person either because they leave or through death or 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 fearful of them being rejecting of us so so important to learn to develop that loving adult part of us who knows how to handle feelings of loss feelings of helplessness over other people um, not and not to take other people's behavior personally. Now, the other deep fear is a fear of engulfment. And, and this is a fear of being controlled, a fear of losing yourself, a fear of being swallowed up by somebody. And again, um, we, we learned this as we were growing up because many of us had controlling parents or at least one controlling parent or caregiver who um, we had to give ourselves up to in order not to lose love or in order not to be punished. Um, we, we, we learned to resist in various ways, but, but still we lost ourselves in so many ways because we needed their love and we were little. We couldn't survive without them. And so if we had a very controlling parent, we learned to um, give ourselves up, to lose ourselves. So of course... We get into a relationship and we come in with that fear that if we don't give ourselves up, if we don't caretake, if we're not super nice and and not take care of ourselves but take care of the other person, um, we're going to lose them. So you meet somebody who you're attracted to and you you want to uh, have a relationship with them and you give yourself up. You, you try and be perfect. You try and do everything nice. You try to impress them. But then as soon as they start to want to be in a relationship with you, that fear of rejection, that fear of engulfment may come up and you find yourself suddenly not so interested, disengaging from them, thinking you've picked the wrong person. Now, underneath this fear of, um, of engulfment is a fear of rejection. Because the reason you're giving yourself up and the reason you're trying to impress and have control over how that person feels about you is, say, is so they won't reject you. And, um, it, you know, it, it becomes a losing battle because the more you give yourself up to avoid rejection, the more you lose yourself in the process. And so then, as I said, they come forward, they want to connect to you, and suddenly this absolute terror. Now now, now the fear of rejection is not up, and so you're not giving yourself up from the fear of rejection, but now the fear of engulfment is there. You've already given yourself up. You've already abandoned yourself and rejected yourself. And now uh, they're coming forward, and you're, you're terrified of not only um, continuing to lose yourself, but you're terrified of being found out that you've been trying to control them all this time, that you've been super nice in order to get their love. And now that they're, you know, maybe in love with you, um, you're, you're too scared. You're too scared to really reject. So you go into resistance, you go into withdrawal, you go into avoiding the relationship. And so you're the avoidant relationship type. And, and so often... Um, The anxious relationship type is attracted to uh, the caretaker, somebody who's really trying to impress them and and, and, uh, be loved by them. But then as soon as that anxious person really opens up, that person then gets scared of the engulfment 
and pulls back. So so often there's a relationship between the avoidant type and the anxious type. And of course, this is a very codependent relationship and it doesn't work. So again, how to heal this fear is you need to learn to love yourself. You need to practice inner bonding and learn to stop abandoning yourself, to stop giving yourself up, to stop trying to compl- to control with compliance and, and doing everything right and being perfect. And as a loving adult, you learn to speak up for yourself and you learn to set loving limits uh, about being controlled, being swallowed up, being engulfed. This is part of what a loving adult does. So if somebody in a relationship is trying to control you, like let's say somebody is being controlling with me. They're telling me what to do. As a loving adult, I neither comply nor do I resist, nor do I run away and avoid. What I do as a loving adult is I go inside and I see, well, what do I want? Is it loving to me to do what the other person wants? Or is it loving to me to say no? And so I'm going to be doing what's loving to me. And when I do what's loving to me, I'm not being controlled. I'm not being engulfed and and smothered. I'm not losing myself because I'm tuning in to what I want. And, And then, to me, it's become irrelevant whether somebody is trying to control me because... I don't care. I mean, that that's their thing. They're trying to control me. And I don't even care if they think they are controlling me. What's important to me is that I'm showing up as a loving adult. I'm tuning into what's in my highest good. I'm doing what I want to do. So what I want to do may be what they're what they're ordering me to do or trying to control. It doesn't matter to me if it's what I want to do. I'm going to do it. But if it's not in my highest good, if, if it's not what I want to do, then I'm going to say no, and I'm not going to do it. And that way, I, I'm, I'm taking care of myself. I'm showing up as a loving adult rather than either giving myself up or resisting and withdrawing or completely avoiding being in a relationship because most people do want intimacy. You, you want to be close to somebody. But but that's not going to happen when your fears of rejection and your fears of engulfment are in charge. And, and that's, that's coming from that ego-wounded part of you that, that is you know, terrified of, of the pain of rejection and terrified of losing yourself. And that is not going to change until you practice inner bonding. You develop a strong, spiritually connected, loving adult self. And then you, what happens is that you, you become the secure relationship style. You're, you're operating from a sense of security rather than um, operating from the anxious relationship style where you're so afraid of losing that person, afraid of rejection, or from the avoidant relationship style where you're terrified of, being, of losing yourself. You're secure within yourself. And when you're secure within yourself and you're bringing love into yourself and you're connected to your, your powerful higher source of love, then you are able to share love rather than always trying to get love and rather than always trying to avoid being controlled 
And of course, this is what creates a truly loving relationship. And the more secure you are, uh, which comes from obviously learning to love yourself, which comes from practicing inner bonding, the more you're going to attract secure people into your life. Because when you're operating um, from a secure relationship style, you're not going to be attracted to somebody who's giving themselves up and trying to control you by being overly nice. You're going to feel the pull of that, and that's not going to feel good. And you're not going to be attracted to somebody who's so anxious um, that they're always trying to control you and, and get you to give yourself up so that they feel safe. That's just, you're not going to be attracted to somebody who's either in their avoidant or anxious relationship style. Um, you're going to be attracted to somebody who's also done their inner work and they feel secure about themselves. And so, of course, that's what we want. But, um, you know, it, it's okay if you're already in a relationship. It's okay if you're already in that codependent relationship because we can do that healing work within the relationship. If one person decides to practice inner bonding and really learns to love themselves and get out of that anxious or avoidant relationship style and move into the secure relationship style, um, you're going to be changing the system. And all, all relationships have a system. It's either a healthy one or a codependent, unhealthy one. But when you do your inner work, you change your end of the system. And that could change everything. There's no guarantees. When I work with people and they really practice, when one person practices inner bonding and they become secure, uh, I, I tell them, look, half the time the relationship will get better and half the time it will get worse. Usually with the people I work with, it does get better, but there's no guarantees because the person who's not doing their work um, may um, you know, not step up to the plate. But you know, you don't have a chance of having a loving relationship unless you do that inner work. And people within a relationship, when I, when I work with two people, who are doing inner bonding and learning to love themselves, it really doesn't even matter how distant they are, how deeply entrenched they are in their, in their codependency, how controlling one person is, how resistant or withdrawn the other is. When they do their inner work, they completely change the system so that they become secure and they learn to share, share their love rather than trying to get love or avoid pain or avoid being controlled. When, when each person is loving themselves, they're not interested in controlling the other person. Um, they're, they're showing up for themselves, uh, filling themselves up with love. And then that love overflows and they want to share it. And within that relationship, they can share learning, they can share growth, they have each other's back, they can share passion, uh, they can share fun. They can share deep companionship. There's so much that we get to share when each person is willing to do their inner bonding work of learning to love themselves so that they can truly share love. So I encourage you to learn and practice inner bonding. Go to innerbonding.com, take our free course, um, read the articles, utilize the free help, get on Inner Bonding Village and get supported. 
Take the Love Yourself course and the other 30-day courses. For your relationship, take the Wildly, Deeply, Joyously in Love course. There is so many ways that you can heal. Um, We have a fabulous program called Complete Self-Love that will truly support you in learning to love yourself. So I hope that you take advantage of what's available in learning to love yourself and heal your relationships. Blessings to all of you.